0: Magandang araw mga kabayan. Welcome to today with Tata Echo. Samahan niyo ako sa ilang minutong kumustahan at pagikipanayam sa mga katulad nating migrante mula sa iba't ibang panig ng mundo. Hanapin natin ang mabuti sa isang mundong balot ng pag-aalinlangan at hamon ng buhay, lalo na sa ganitong mga panahon ng pagbabago. Sa pamamagitan ng paglalahad ng mga karanasan ng mga kapwa natin OFWs. Join us as we meet regular Filipinos like you and me who are trying to find their place in this world and see goodness beyond the challenges of daily life as migrant workers overseas or now as Balikbayan. Ako si Tatay Eko at ito ang Today with Tata Eko. Good day, gentlemen. This is season three, and let's meet our guest for today. Our guest has been an OFW for the past eight years in Saudi Arabia, as part of the oil and gas industry, as a health, safety, and environment advisor. Friends, please help me welcome Mr. John G. Castillo. John? Hello, Thay. Hi. Good Thank you very much for saying yes for the interview for today. You're welcome, Thay. Alright, so simulan us start the interview natin, straight to the point. Paano ka naging OFW at kailan mo nasabi sa sarili mo magiging OFW ka? Siguro, ano
1: po, Tay? Uh, yung kailan ko nasabi sa sarili ko na magiging OFW ako, siguro hin- hindi ko alam eh. Kasi, that was way back. I, I've been an OFW since, I'd say, 2012. I would say the perfect, prefer perfect statement to combine everything, to summarize everything is, everything came rushing onto me. Oh. Ayun, siguro yun. Opo. Kasi, back in 2012, uh, Okay, naman yung oil and gas uh, industry here sa Pilipinas. So, okay yung kinigita ko at uh, hindi ko na isip yung abroad. But then again, September 2012, all opportunities came in. Big lang, big uh, I would say big lang, big Because if, because it's good to know, sa ibang OFW or narinig na rin yung kwa hindi ng ibang OFW na, mm. they applied now, they they became an OFW after 3, 4, 5 months and a year. So, yung sa akin, masasabi ko na it came rushing onto me kasi nag- uh na hire ako kahapon and then <laughs> parang alam mo, September, that is September 5 to be exact. Na hire September 5 and I'm in Saudi Arabia by October 4. Oh wow, just one month. Yes, I okay. it came rushing into me. That is a blessed September 2012. That's where I met my wife as well <laughs> then <laughs> back in 2012. Okay. Ayun, uh Na, I just saw the application dun sa that was a Facebook page then uh, Pinoy Oilers and then uh, sabi nila, we need an experienced person that can leave now with the proper documentations and proper certificates international qualifications. So, sabi ko, I just tried it and then uh, I submitted it 11 o'clock in the midnight dito sa Philippines, which is five six o'clock uh, sa Saudi Arabia. And then the next day, I got an interview. And then said, the, the night after that, I, I got an, a job offer. And then that's it. Wow, everything is a roller coaster afterwards. <laughs> I'm on a plane.
0: <laughs> Grabe, ang bilis na na. So describe to us your first year overseas, because it's so ng turnaround time ng application mo. And how is it different now, eight years down the road as an OFW? Isa kasing difference
1: in setup namin, as an OFW. Yun yung Hindi, yun yung Hindi masyadong, uh, I would say less traveled path ng mga OFW, mm-hmm. uh, yung oil and gas industry. Kasi yung rotation namin, like for myself, I work five weeks on, five weeks off. So thank God, uh, yung five weeks off ko is dito sa Pilipinas. So nagtatrabaho ako five weeks on in Saudi Arabia, and then in the middle of nowhere, and then uh, after five weeks, uya ko ng Pilipinas. So, I would say, on the first years, uh, naranasan ko ba yung culture of Saudi Arabia? Nagkaroon ba ako ng culture shock? I would say not. Kasi, ano yun it? Pagdating ko po, po ng airport tay, uh and then pagdating namin ng airport sa, sa, sa Saudi, diretso na agad kami sa hotel, after hotel, mm-hmm. nandoon na kami sa, sa platform or dun sa site. And then after that, after your five weeks na walang 24-7 on call, after that, you're going back home. So, yung, yung cultural exposure is very least, uh, considering merong pang expatriates na iba-ibang lahi dun sa, sa Offshore ka ba, on Onshore, offshore po tayo. Pero most of
0: the time na I've spent in, in, in uh, Saudi Arabia is onshore. So, what pushed you to hmm. seek opportunities overseas? Kasi sabi mo, okay naman yung situation na dito sa Pilipinas. <coughs> you think you needed... Ay, yun tayo. Isa pa nga yun. Din, yeah. yung,
1: I, I mentioned earlier na it came rushing in on September 2012. Kasi, that time, wala talaga ako interest. Uh, a bachelor who was earning well. And then, suddenly, ano po, I've been asking one of one of my boss or superiors before, for the longest time, ano lang, uh, sabi niya, Sigitoy ano uh, hindi hindi mo nakita i-accept sa ano diyan sa Pinoy Oilers na yan so parang wala lang and then suddenly that night parang around 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock uh, at 9 sabi niya sa akin I was on the on the on the platform din po dito sa Pilipinas. sabi niya toy i ano mo nga yung Pinoy Oilers i-accept kita ngayon so right there
0: and then wala
1: lang tayo. talagang ano po spur of the moment i would say
0: Mm-mm. bigla were there any cultural adjustments or cultural differences? when you started. I know you were working with fellow expatriates. Pero meron bang mga differences kang Initially, hindi po
1: I would say hindi ganon kakailangan. Because the position ko when I when I joined the company is already junior supervisor. So for you to to learn the local language, to learn the culture, it's not really mandatory for that position. However it takes it takes a lot to blend in properly to naturalize yourself siguro inaacclimate ko po yung sarili ko so that's that's the yung growth na kinailangan ko but mm-hmm. they help me kasi may may mga, may mga pan, hindi kasi katulad tayo nung ibang sites namin uh, na meron silang kasi ang uh, mostly sa sites namin meron kaming 80 population lang 80 persons population na makakasama mo for the rest of your 5 weeks out of the 80 siguro mga 15 doon Pinoy. So yung site namin ay I, I went on one site na apat lang kami na Pinoy tapos magkakaiba pa yung shift. Ah uh, tapos ako lang yung supervisor. So yun yung kinailangan ko. It helped me a lot uh na acclimate ko yung culture nila. Nag mas dumami yung friends ko na na local at uh, dumating yung point na I remember that was uh siguro my 3rd year or 2nd year in Saudi Arabia. It was my birthday uh, September 18. And I would say the blessings flowed in. <laughs> Ang daming regalo from, 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 the, from the locals. Kasi nagustuhan daw nila yung, yung naging yung pakikisama ko sa kanila. So that part of me made them really happy or that part of me contributed on, on the growth of the team.
0: So what does your average day look like? Kasi we've, we've never had someone who is doing this, the work that you're doing right now. And what do you consider a good day?
1: A good day uh, in the oil and gas industry. Because this is yung very common, probably what you can see all of the people. Even here in the Philippines, on, on the daily commute, uh, they're seeing people wearing on, their, on, the, on, on the jeepney or public places, somebody wearing million man-hours Na shirt our company achieved million man-hours. So, in mm-hmm. the oil and gas industry, we don't count the man-hours. We count days. Because... Uh, ano lang po kami? every every hour for us is golden and uh, it's worth a lot of money for the company and for the industry so days lang po talaga yung kinakaall namin so ngayon a good day is a day without any accident incident sa amin. any lost time yun yung good day sa um, how does our day roll out our shift is uh, yung shift ko po basically is uh, 6 to 6 kasi yung ano naman namin, yung our site is uh, 24-7 working. And uh, uh, we are also living on-site. We were in porta cabins. It's a 40-footer cabin. And if you're a supervisor, you get the whole uh, cabin. And uh, that's it. Single accommodation. So with your own bathroom and everything and showers. And then um, uh, one thing which is the best in the oil and gas industry, if you're coming from your from home country, ng anila, the only thing you have to, do, to bring is your underwear. Because <laughs> <laughs> When you arrive on the, on the site, provided naman nila yung coveralls, provided yung everything, provided nila even your innerwear and yung toiletries mo is provided. So, kung gusto mo lang medyo personalized, you know, kung may branding ka, it's up to you. So, uh, a normal day would kick off at around 5, 5.30 when the buffet opens. And then uh, gising kana tapos uh, you, you eat your breakfast. Otherwise, depending po sa site, minsan pagka medyo uh, highly congested and highly hazard, uh, hazardous yung, yung, yung work site. <clears throat> separate nila yung mga accommodation, yung catering. Binadala nila either pumunta ka sa buffet area or dadalin nila sa if you're a supervisor. If not, it will be on the common galley. They were they're, they're gonna bring it there in packages. And then um, after that, go around six. Time in ka na. We are not too strict with time, but we respect the time. Uh, so after 6 o'clock should be everybody uh, time in. Wala naman po kami ng sinasabing time card or uh, thumbprint or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ayon, wala naman po kami ganoon. Pero we respect the time. Uh, basta labas kya na non, it's time for work. And then we have our meetings early morning at 6.30. coordination meetings. And then you go about with the daily task. Up until around uh, nine ish, and then merienda. After that, daily task go around on the site, make sure everything's okay, and then twelve eleven thirty. We'll have a coordination meeting with the outgoing group, uh, which is they're working twelve o'clock in the afternoon until twelve o'clock midnight, and then lunch break. Then balik sa opisina ng one o'clock, and then three o'clock is snack time, and then by five thirty ish, night handover. And six o'clock, you're done with your shift. So uh, anything that happens after that hour is uh, not considered overtime, because 24/7 on-call, naman po kami on-site. Mm-hmm. So ganon,
0: that's how the day rolls. How was it for you transferring from the Philippines to Saudi? Because I know that the work is is potentially similar to what you were doing here in the Philippines already. But how did you adapt to the changes?
1: I'll be honest, naging sobrang saya kupo nung lumipata Hindi, hindi lang yung sa salary. I'm not just talking about the sal- salary-wise. Kasi dito sa Pilipinas, well, Filipinos, are we are already known for multitasking and we are best on that, I would say. Mm-hmm. So, dito sa Pilipinas, um, I would go a little bit technical. Yung hydrocarbon system, yung pang-monitor ng gas, yung fire extinguishers, everything and the procedural part and then yung mga... Yung mga uh, a uh, paperworks salin here dito po sa Philippines. Mm-hmm. But when, when I joined the company in Saudi Arabia, uh every department should be answerable for their own job. So like yung ko isa for for fire for fire prevention or for fire system, napapundasha sa mechanical and then yung hydrocarbon monitoring, napapundasha sa electrical. So mazgumancha. Mm-hmm. But then again, uh it gave me an edge. Uh, out of the other persons na nandon kasi i've already been doing it here with the in the philippines with the uh, the company that i was with and doon i i know what i know the ins and outs of what they're doing so they cannot fool around because <laughs> i'm there to audit what they're doing
0: tama tama doon sa walong taon mo anak bilang ofw ano yung pinakamalaking challenge na kinaharap mo
1: Wow, pinakamalaki yung sala. Siguro ano po, this is a common saying na narinig ko dun sa sa karamihan ng mga ng mga nakatrabaho ko in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Yung you're a supervisor but they will not listen to you kasi sabi nga nila in 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 layman's term, mas maliit yung sahod mo. <laughs> uh, yung ano, yung yung ganun, yung challenge na ganun po is yung ibang yung ibang lahi na they think they are superior way too superior for what they are doing. Even, even yung, ano po uh, I'm I'm saying this in general, kasi po, yung mga locals na nakatrabaho ko, ayos naman sila eh. nila. They, we work as a team. We work as a family. Yun po yung, ano, yung yung treatment namin. So yung biggest challenge ko talaga is uh, working with other nationalities who think uh, they are far more superior with the others. Mm-hmm. Na hindi nila kinoconsider, siyempre yung emotions. Uh, which is, I'd say, being practical kasi work is work. You should not involve emotions on it. Uh, At saka yung ano po, isa siguro na emotionally challenging for me is uh, yung seeing other Filipinos. Uh, Kasi, alam mo may, uh, nandun pa rin yung kurot sa puso mo every time you see other Filipinos na rank and file sila. Tapos, alam mo naman na hindi dapat ganun yung sinasahod nila. Mm -hmm. Or alam mo na, they're working more than what they're earning. So, parang may kurot sa puso yun. Pero workwise po, I would say, wala naman yun. Uh, yun lang, yung sabi ko nga po, over superiority of other
0: other nationalities. Sa mga pang na nakaka-experience ka ng mga klaseng uh, mga pagkakataon, what keeps you doing what you need to do? Main thing for me, kasi nung sabi ko nga, uh, September 2012,
1: that's where I met my girlfriend, then my wife now. It's all about family. Uh, no umalis ako ng 2012 up until 2013 is just playing around uh, you know buying properties, putting up businesses, and then 20 come 2015, dumating yung yung firstborn ko si Uh Everything changed. Um, Ayon si, siya yung siya yung that keeps me going forward. So kapag ka medyo challenge ka, Ayun, you just you just go back to your roots. Um, isa pa uh, since 2012 po tay uh I, I don't know if everybody knows it nag start ako ng iba-ibang mga business katulad yung mm-hmm. Brother John's Coffee Cafe mm-hmm. uh, so meron ako mga empleyado so ayun yung isang bagay na dati, dati i'm just i would say i'm just frolicking <laughs> mm-hmm. um, i'm just passing the day and then, but but then nung nagkaroon ka ng na empleyado um mo na um if you're not if if kasi that time k- kailangan pang mahaba yung PC mo eh. Kasi hindi pa naman earning eh wala ROI so uh, sinusuportahan ko pa rin yung negosyo so other than the family which is uh, above all yung mga empleyado na tinutulungan mo na alam mo yung pagka, pagka hindi mo titiyagaan yung negosyo it will fail and then they will also suffer they will also feel it they will not it's not about suffering but they will feel it
0: how do you think you're contributing to the larger society of Saudi Arabia where you work at and what can people learn from your experience?
1: Siguro for the larger community of Saudi Arabia, it's a, it's about sharing the Filipino culture. Um uh, marami silang hindi alam na tungkol sa mga Pinoy or marami lang silang nakagisnan na I would say they have stereotyped some of the Filipinos or many Filipinos working with me, siguro I would uh 100% and very confident say na yung mga mga uh, around the 100 na Saudis na nakatrabaho ko, they had the different view of Filipinos. Uh, yun po yung isa doon. Tapos, isa sa mga malaking bagay na na-contribute na, na sa akin sa aking pagkatao then syempre, and the greater uh, population is, I am thankful na malaki talaga po yung kita in the oil and gas industry. So, uh, during the times of needs, I'm able to lend the helping hand. So, yun po yung isa sa mga pinagpapasalamat ko. Hindi lang siya on on a daily basis na nakikita mo nakakasalamuha mo ng mga tao but syempre katulad po nung, nung recently yung yung Taal uh, tapos ito nga po nung nagkaroon tayo ng ilang lockdowns covid so uh with the financial easiness or I would say yung yung comfortability of the financial flow eh nakatulong naman po tayo sa municipality ayun, sa hmm. government po nating
0: dito for greater good so palagay mo ba nanak ang pagiging migrant ay para sa lahat? I would say hindi po. Hindi po sa hindi, hindi, hindi siya para sa lahat tatay, kasi
1: mm-hmm. uh, hindi lahat ganun katibay yung loob. Hindi hindi lahat ganun ka tatag. May mga ilan na madaling sumuko. May ilan na uh, may ilan ako naging kasamahan doon na nakita ko how they become depressed, uh, how they lost hope. Halalu uh, na yung mga kasamahan natin doon na uwian po nila ay taunan. As you already know, tatay, my profession my original profession is nursing with my master's degree. So, mm-hmm. jumping to the oil and gas industry is a, a huge risk for me. So, yun pong challenge na yun is napakalaki para sa akin. Yun nakikita ko yung mga kasamahan kung mga nurses doon, isa siguro sa mga nakikita ko sa kanila is yung hindi nila nakasanayan yun tapos biglang na culture shock sila. So, ako naman, siguro dahil thank God, uh, I'm blessed with with the knowledge of yung yung nAPO doing business, stock market trading, forex trading, so uh, may ilan na may ilang na kagupitisan ng negosyo, so yung 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 thankful sila and eh, I'm very very much thankful that they have changed and grown their lives.
0: At any point ba in your life na isip mo na ba na magsettle for good sa Pilipinas?
1: Yes, tatay. Maraming maraming panahon, <laughs> Maraming panahon. <laughs> Kasi hindi katulad ng ibang OFW na para daluluha ako. <laughs> hindi katulad ng ibang OFW na uh, yung isang beses ka lang aalis, tang dalawang in the period of 2 years isang beses ka lang uuwi. Every other month nararanasan mo yon na <laughs> sa tuwing aalis ka you have to say goodbye sa family mo. Ayun so considering the hazards of our job Uh, that you can really die in an instant. Uh, You can be exposed to hazardous whatever environment or situation at any point of time. Uh, You could be gone and uh, you'd be surprised. So some of us are experiencing it uh, just one time every two years. I'm experiencing it every other month, saying goodbye to your family. Mm -hmm. So it's Maraming best tayo sorry. Maraming blessings that i that na experience ko. Yan. So um I'm thankful with my wife na natutulungan niya ako. Ngayon, um we're doing our cake business that has been existing for since 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am very very much thankful to my wife na I would say ito na yung ito na yung sagot uh, in addition to all our other businesses and investments. Ito na yung ito na yung period of time na I can say thank you very much sa sa industry ng oil and gas, and maybe I can rest and be with my family for a longer period of time.
0: What would you want to share to our kababayans who are considering Saudi Arabia as a destination to migrate professionally or personally?
1: Right now, yung yung Prince Mohammed bin Salman napakarami yung positive na naging for Saudi Arabia yung Road to 2020. Uh, na papakaraming ginawanya na na maganda. at maraming changes na po I I would say slowly or no, uh, in a proper pace Saudi Arabia is opening up and uh, m- many people are thankful for it so uh, if you're gonna be personally migrating to Saudi Arabia then um, that's your choice and uh, that's a proper consideration if you're your your uh, skills and capabilities and professional certifications is applicable to the requirements of Saudi Arabia kung you migrate po to sa Saudi Arabia or kung go work naman kayo samahan yung know, i would uh, siguro ito po to all, to all of the overseas filipino workers uh if you are working or going you're going to be there by yourself I see, it's not like going with, uh, uh, going on another country like on Singapore, di ba? Uh, Or Dubai, you can go with your family. There, I, I've been there eight years as a bachelor. So, if you're gonna stick your head in Saudi Arabia, you need to have lots of courage. Uh, there is still a huge respect uh, to all the nationalities. Na kailangan mong uh, daanan at isa pa is, is the religious culture na kailangan uh, maingindihan mo talaga at respeto mo uh, kasi syempre bilang isang pilipino masyado tayong open masyado tayong liberated uh, if you're going to be going to Saudi Arabia then you need to understand and respect their their religion and their culture if you're going to Saudi Arabia ganun lang never 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 lose contact with your family uh, mm-hmm. kailangan pala kasi mo yung mo at uh, remember that your family is always there so or do the right things and uh, You're going to be going home safe and
0: secure. To go to a final word for everyone who wants to become OFWs.
1: To everyone or to anyone who wants to be an overseas Filipino worker. As I've said earlier, it's not for everyone. However, you need to find a reason why you're going to be doing it. Mm -hmm. And maybe then on, you're going to be uh, assured that you're doing the right thing. If you don't have the proper reasons and you don't have the proper courage, hindi mo, hindi ka magsasucceed. Yung, kasi dito po sa Pilipinas, sabi ko nga, yung part-time job ko, I'm, I'm doing three jobs, four jobs at the same time. One in Saudi Arabia, three or four here in the Philippines at the same time uh, pag umuwi ako. So, it may not be enough uh, na magpunta ka sa, hindi lang Saudi Arabia, uh, it may not be enough to be an overseas filipino worker. What I learned from my dad many 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 years ago or decades ago, sabi ni papa, when you're an overseas filipino worker, especially in in uh, in the labor camp, your time stops, it does not grow. You will you might not learn anything. So ngayon we are lucky that there is internet, there is there is mobile phones and there is connection. Uh, unang panahon walang ganun. So find the reason why you're going to be an over OFW, make sure that you save the money uh, so that you can at any point of time say no and just, I want to go home, no issues, no problem. Kasi yun po yung isa sa mga, mga nag-iipit sa mga OFW. Hindi sila makauwi kasi may utang sa ganito, may babayaran sa ganyan. So, if you have that reason, if you have that money, if you have that investment, you can always work with pride. Taas no ka. At kaya mo sabihin, I'm just doing it because it's the right thing, so you don't have to bow your head and follow like uh, you know a pet. Uh, din sa kung sino man na So you would be respected. They would respect you, and you will be res- you will be respecting them. So ganon nabo. It's not for everyone, but if you have the right reasons and you have the proper plan, then execute it, and you will be happy. Ayun, you will
0: succeed. Maraming salamat. Very, very insightful interview for today. Maraming salamat for giving us the opportunity to listen to your story. We're very glad that you're part of Season 3. Maraming, maraming salamat din po, tay And uh, th- yeah, thank you. <laughs> Masaya ako. Masaya rin kami na naging part ka ng show, anak. And uh, we wish you well, and uh, we wish you and your family great success in all of your businesses as well.
1: Yes po. Maraming salamat, tay and to everyone, stay healthy and stay safe.
0: Maraming salamat sa ating guest, Mr. John V. Castillo We hope for your continued success and safety on the platform Bago po tayo magtapos, let me share with you a quote from author and filmmaker T.D. Jakes Excellence requires discomfort Muli po ito si Tatay Eko na nagsasabing, Remember, you can't change the day, but you can change your attitude towards it, so be someone's reason to smile today. This is Today with Tatay Eko Season 3.